I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is heart disease. And I was talking to Sierra, who's the one who puts our shows together with us. And I said, we've never done a show on heart disease, which is interesting because my father died of heart disease. And of course, it's the number one killer in the United States, according to the Centers for Disease Control. One out of every four deaths in the United States is due to heart disease. Uh, about uh, 610,000 people die of this condition every year. So I was surprised we never did a show on it, so we're doing it today. And what's interesting is that heart disease is not a thing. And so we're going to cover that in a second. It's not like I have heart disease. I have these conditions which all are called heart disease. So that's kind of an interesting twist. Like diabetes, there's type 1, there's type 2, hardening of the arteries. There's one thing that is. Heart disease is a bunch of different things. Uh, it doesn't discriminate. Leading cause of death uh, among Caucasians, Hispanics, African Americans. Almost half of, half Americans are at risk of heart disease, and of course those numbers are going crazy high. So what we're doing isn't working. And if it was working, our numbers would be going down. It's kind of like cancer. You know, I remember John F. Kennedy said we're going to—I think it was Kennedy, one of the presidents. Anyway, uh, we're going to wipe out cancer. Well, the numbers keep going up, so we're not doing a good job at that. We as a as a nation. So let's talk about some alternatives that you might want to consider in addition to everything else. I always say don't change what you're doing. Don't stop taking medications. If you need surgery, get surgery. This is an addition. Things that you can do, whoops, that have been shown, just dropped my pen, sorry about that, uh, that can be shown to help uh, with heart disease. And this is well documented. And I wish there was more publicity on these things that do work in addition to what we're doing um, with the standard American diet and standard American treatments. Uh, it can be deadly. It's also preventable, ready for this statement, in most people. So it's the number one killer. It's preventable in most people, and yet nobody's really talking about it. So it's a pretty hot topic here. So heart disease encompasses a wider uh, uh, range of cardiovascular conditions. Cardio meaning heart, vascular meaning blood vessels, in case you don't know what cardiovascular means. Several diseases fall under the umbrella of heart disease. Arrhythmia. Arrhythmia is when the heart is, uh, doesn't have a normal rhythm to it. It beats erratically. I used to have that when I was a kid. I'll explain what I did for it and fixed it. Uh, arteriosclerosis, hardening of the arteries, almost 100% dietary. I'd say 100%, but I never say nothing is always 100%. Uh, cardiomyopathy, this is a condition where the heart muscles go hard and grow weak. Okay, myopathy means muscle issues. Congenital heart def defects, you're born with it. Arteri uh, coronary artery disease, uh, this is a buildup of plaque in the heart's arteries. So arteriosclerosis is around the body. Uh, coronary artery disease is in the heart specifically, and heart infections can be caused by bacteria, viruses, parasites. Those all fall under the category of heart disease. So when you say heart disease number one killer, there's several different things that fall under there, and we have to address whatever you have. And the nice part is every one of them, except for congenital, and even congenital, uh, can respond to alternative treatments. Okay, don't stop what you're doing. Add these things to it. Different uh, types of heart disease uh, have different sy symptoms. Arrhythmias... It's abnormal heart rhythm, and uh, symptoms you can experience may depend on the type of arrhythmia you have. You might have lightheadedness, fluttering of the heart, or heart racing, uh, slow pulse, fainting spells, dizziness, chest pain. When I was a kid, I remember laying in bed. Some of the earliest memories I have of being alive is laying in bed, and my heart would just be racing, boom, 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 and then it would stop. And I'd lay there going, okay, it stopped. Oh, there it is. It started again, and then it would flutter, and it would go high, it would go low. 
I thought it was normal. Because as a kid, it's you. You have nobody to compare it to. So you just assume that was normal. Well, what was interesting was uh, I, have a, I had a condition. I still have it periodically. Uh, it was acid reflux. My stomach is pushed up against my diaphragm, and that irritates something called the vagus nerve. And when the vagus nerve gets irritated, it caused my heart or anybody's heart, it can cause arrhythmias to occur. Years later, many, many years later, as a doctor and as a chiropractor, I realized that my stomach was pushed up against my diaphragm. I had an idea on how to fix it. I grabbed one of my interns. I said, pull my stomach down away from the diaphragm for me, and let's see what happens. Instantly, I had no stomach pain, and my heart balanced out. Now, periodically, when my, uh, I'll get acid reflux, I'll get stomach pain, I'll get burping, I'll get bloating. I'll know right away my stomach is up against my diaphragm. I'll grab one of my doctors. All my doctors, by the way, are trained by me on many techniques, especially this one. The reason is I'm being selfish. I have this problem. So they pull my stomach away from the diaphragm, and it's almost instant I feel better. And we do this about 85% of the patients we see, and we see a lot of patients, uh, we test them for this, and they have it. So it's very a simple procedure. It works in most cases. Not all, but most. Uh, so a heart arrhythmias could be pinched nerve in the neck. That's the nerve supply to the heart. Uh, could be the nerve, it could be the vagus nerve. Uh, it could be other issues as well. But again, we're just going to add these things to our, our, our protocols here. Arteriosclerosis, hardening of the arteries. You might have cold, cold limbs, especially uh, cold hands, cold feet, numbness, hands and feet, uh, unusual, unexplained pain, and weakness in the legs and arms. Could be arteriosclerosis, hardening of the arteries. Almost, again, I say that, you know, I, I'd probably say 100%, almost 100% self-induced. You did it to yourself. So if you did it to yourself and you have these problems, you're looking for medicine, um, you're looking for surgery, you're looking for therapy, you're looking for maybe chiropractic care, but there are some times where you have to take responsibility. I always think to myself, I want to help get you well, but you have to help me. Nobody is good enough to do this on their own. We're going to need your help on this. And dietary changes are really simple for arteriosclerosis. And as a chiropractor, and, and my team of chiropractors, we have other staff members as well that are in different health fields. Um, We'll take an x-ray, and many, many times we'll see the hardening of the arteries in the, uh, what's called the lateral lumbar, the side view of your low back. And if we're able to see it, it's already pretty bad. And then we're able to measure it, and it gets bigger and bigger. If it's 5.5 centimeters or, or 55 millimeters, that's called an aortic aneurysm. Even if it's bulging out, it's an aneurysm. If it's to that point, we have to get you to a surgeon immediately. That thing is ready to pop. And so about two, three times a year, we find somebody with that much hardening of the arteries or abdominal or aortic aneurysm, and we tell them, you have to go to the doctor now. Oh, I have an appointment in three months. No, 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 no. Now, like today, now, I'm going to make an appointment and get you an emergency visit. So this can be very deadly. If the aorta bursts, you die instantly. Um, there's really not a whole lot of hope uh, for that one. So it's something that if you have it, you did it. But the nice part is when we get people on the proper diet, Later on in their treatment, we might take another x-ray, and in most cases, if they do what we say, we see a dramatic improvement. You can see it. It's pretty cool. Uh, congenital heart defects, they mean you're born with it. Uh, Blue-tinged skin, swelling of the extremities, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing, fatigue, low energy, irregular heart rhythms. Many times there's surgeries that may help that, uh, but again, you were born with it, and that's something we have to uh, address. Coronary artery disease. This is buildup of plaque in the heart. Again, extremities, arteriosclerosis, the hardest coronary artery disease, chest pain, uh, feeling like pressure squeezing on your chest, shortness of breath, uh, feelings of indigestion or gas. Uh, many times patients come to us, they have indigestion or gas, they go to the cardiologist, there's nothing wrong. It's the stomach and the digestive system. 
So then hopefully we can adjust the spine and open up the nerve supply to the digestive system, pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm, get them on a good diet. Many times we got to get them on digestive enzymes because their stomach just isn't strong enough to break down uh, proteins like it used to. And in many cases, we get great results. Again, in conjunction with your other doctors. Uh, cardiomyopathy, again, what we're doing is we're listing off things that all fall under the, the title of heart disease. Cardiomyopathy is a disease that causes muscles of the heart to grow larger and rigid, thick, and weak. Fatigue, bloating, swollen legs, shortness of breath, pounding, or rapid pulse, this could all be cardiomyopathy. So, once again, we got to get in there and fix it. My dad, unfortunately, died of a heart attack. Well, he died of heart disease. And it was interesting because they did an um, uh, autopsy on him, and they're not sure why he died. His heart just stopped. And I'll give you my opinion in a second here. So what happened was my father had rheumatic fever as a child. Now, rheumatic fever is an infection. And if it's not treated properly, that infection can spread to the muscles of the heart because the same, uh, uh, same coating uh, that, that covers your mouth also controls your heart. So if you have an infection in your throat, it can go into the, into the coating of the heart and actually cause the infection to go into the heart, which is what happened with my father. Uh, he got older. Uh, he did smoke. And I remember one day coming home from high school and he was sitting at the table just gasping for air and turning yellow. Scared the heck out of me. He didn't want to go to the hospital. He didn't want to have the ambulance come. And so finally, my sister was in the uh, ambulance court at the time. The ambulance came, took him to the hospital. They pumped tons of fluid out of his lungs because his heart wasn't beating properly. A couple more hours, they said he would have been dead. So he had a weak mitral valve, which is the valve uh, in, in, in the heart. And they put in a plastic mitral valve. Saved his life. Fascinating stuff. Uh, Put the pl plastic valve in. He lived for another, I don't know, 30 years, 20, 30 years, which was great. Uh, he had a little clicking sound. It was a plastic valve, and it clicked, click, 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 click every time it beeped. But my father was also deaf, so he didn't hear a clicking sound. That's a whole other story, though. Um, so with him, it was an infection. But on an x-ray, his heart was about three times the size of a normal heart. And it was crazy because when I started studying x-rays, you know, back when I was in chiropractic college, uh, I started learning about x-rays and how big the heart should be. And looking at my father's heart was so big. The body is amazing. The reason I'm telling this story is your body will do everything it can to keep you alive. And so when an organ becomes weaker, many times it becomes bigger to try to do its job. The thyroid, the pancreas, the heart. So the organs can actually grow bigger in an attempt to try to keep you alive. Had he been treated properly for the rheumatic fever, he would have never had this damage, the mitral valve damage. So that's why it's really important to take care of yourself. And keep yourself healthy. He came from a family of 10 kids. They never went to the doctor. He was sick. They probably laid him in bed. He had a fever for a couple of days. He got better. They moved on. But it's really important to take care of yourself. And my approach, and now my, my team of doctors' approach, is preventive. I'd rather prevent the issue from happening. And so to keep the immune system strong, and of course, everybody's worried about COVID and flu season and cold, and cold season. And um, we have to make sure our immune system is working properly. And so go to our website, drjoe.com. Listen to the show we did on immunity. And it talks about avoiding things like sugars, which weaken the immune system, wheat, bar, uh, dairy products weaken the immune system, making sure you're getting enough vitamin D, uh, making sure you have the right supplements. Of course, the minimum supplements I recommend everybody take is Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Uh, as summer winds down, you start going into fall, winter, and early spring, I take vitamin D every day. I take four or five drops of Dr. Joe's vitamin D every day. Um, and it's amazing. When people do this, they tell me all the time, Dr. Joe, I don't get sick anymore. Now, I'm not saying this is a cure-all, 
What I'm saying is these are steps you can take that are very simple, uh, very inexpensive, and uh, help prevent a lot of issues. You may still get the issue. And if you do get the issue, many times it's a lot weaker, a lot less. So I digress. Uh, let's get back to uh, heart disease and, and so many different things that are listed under heart disease. Women have different symptoms of heart disease than men. So I want you to understand this. So you're thinking, okay, I got shooting pain in my chest. It shoots down my left arm. It's probably a heart attack. Okay, let's talk about women. 2003 study looked at the symptoms most often seen in women who experience heart attack. Symptoms didn't include the classic heart attack symptoms such as chest pain and tingling. Instead, study reported that women were more likely to say they experienced anxiety, sleep disturbances, and unusual and unexplained fatigue. Now, this could be other things too. It could be adrenal fatigue. You, you could get tired all the time. Uh, anxiety could be a digestive issue. Um, many times when patients have acid reflux and heartburn, they get anxious because what the body does, if the body isn't working properly, it creates anxiety to say, hey, pay attention, something's wrong. So it could be emotional anxiety, physical issues can cause anxiety, nutritional issues can cause anxiety. So once again, when a patient comes in our office, we want to address the nervous system, the physical, the digestive system, and your diet. And let's see if there's any deficiencies that we need to get in there and actually work on. Because if you're having anxiety, that's a symptom. So if we just treat the anxiety with medication, that's great, but it doesn't get to the cause. Sometimes we have to take medication for anxiety. I get that. But let's find out. Is it a physical problem? Is it a digestive problem? Is it a nutritional problem? Is it an emotional problem? And then we can get to the cause and not just treat the symptoms. Other symptoms women have with heart disease. Dizziness, paleness, shortness of breath, lightheadedness, fainting, anxiety we talked about, nausea, vomiting, jaw pain, neck pain, back pain, indigestion or gas-like pain in the chest and stomach, and cold sweats. All of these can be symptoms for women that have heart disease versus men. Men are pretty standard. Chest pain in the, pain in the chest feels like an elephant sitting on them, shooting pain down the left arm, numbness and tingling. That's pretty much a heart attack for a man. With women, it's a little more complicated. So the big question, of course, that I keep talking about, what causes these things? What causes heart disease? So heart disease is a collection of different problems. So causes of abnormal heart rhythm, diabetes, uh, heart defects, medications, supplements, herbal remedies. I remember uh, a lot of companies send me supplements and they want me to try them. And I tried one and it was uh, for energy. And I took it and my heart, I was so anxious. That day I was shaking. And I remember it was, uh, I, I took it, it was supposed to give you, a, make you feel young again. For older men, it's supposed to make you feel young again. And I took it, I took the recommended dose, which like three tablets, I think it was. Not a good call on my part. All day I was shaking, I was anxious, I, was, I couldn't sit down, I couldn't stand up. Finally, it wore off. So supplements can do it. Coffee can do it. Uh, if you're doing illegal drugs, stimulants, those can do it. Uh, chocolate, caffeine can do it. So there's a lot of different things that, that can cause um, abnormal heart racing. And so if you drink coffee, your heart races, you don't drink coffee, it doesn't. Eh, it's pretty simple. It's probably the coffee. Uh, high blood pressure can cause uh, uh, abnormal heart rate. Of course, we call it alcohol can cause it. Substance abuse, stress and anxiety, existing heart damage, disease, and we talked earlier about the stomach pushed up against the diaphragm, the hiatal hernia, anything with the digestive system, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, colitis, this can irritate the vagus nerve, and the vagus nerve is the nerve, one of the big nerves that helps calm you down. And so if the vagus nerve isn't working properly, you don't calm down, so then by default, you speed up. And that can cause problems as well. So many times when I have people come in with anxiety and heart, uh, high blood pressure, heart racing, 
go get the cardiology test absolutely positively. It's not that. Then we go in and say, okay, let's dig a little deeper. What, what in the nervous system is malfunctioning? And in many cases, it's um, the, the, the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve is a biggie. It's my favorite nerve in the body, but it causes so many different things. That'll be a trivia question one day. What's Dr. Joe's favorite nerve? All right, congenital heart defects. Uh, th- this can be caused uh, by genetics, of course. Many go undiagnosed for many years because you're still functioning. I just heard some college uh, breakout football star was diagnosed with a, a congenital heart disease. Again, guys made it to college level, superstar level, probably going to the NFL, congenital heart disease. If he doesn't fix it, he can die. So it's a good idea to get scans and checks. And that's why I'm such a big fan of getting checkups. Get your spine checked. Get your digestive system checked. Let us do a checkup on your diet. Find out these things. You can go to a cardiologist. We'll talk about some tests you can do for the heart as well. I don't see any harm in non-invasive evaluations. Get it checked. If it's there, great. If it's not, that's okay too. Uh, cardiomyopathy, again, cause, we're talking about causes. Uh, cardiomyopathy, uh, there are different types. This is a problem with the muscle. Dilated cardiomyopathy, again, not, chlor- not, not clear what causes it. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, it, it, it thickens the heart wall, usually inherited. Uh, restrictive cardiomyopathy, again, it's affecting the, mu- the muscles of the heart. Uh, scar tissue can build up. These can be issues too. Heart infections, bacterial infections. This is why it's so important to have good dental hygiene. Because the membrane that covers the, 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 the gums also covers the heart. And so my father, who had heart disease, uh, whenever he'd go get his heart checked, they'd make him go to the dentist first and make sure he had no infections. If he did have infections, they put him on antibiotics, um, and then uh, that wiped out the infection, and then they'd go and do some heart testing. If you have heart surgery, they usually want you to go to a dentist as well. So this is why dental hygiene is so important. We may want to do a show on dental hygiene, actually. I don't think we've ever done a show on dental hygiene. We did uh, something of a show on what to do with uh, fillings and stuff like that. Yeah, we did fillings and oil pulling. Of course, I love oil pulling. I haven't done it in a couple of months. I'm going to need to do that again. Uh, Oil pulling is where you take oil like uh, extra virgin coconut oil, sesame oil, put it in your mouth and swish it around for up to 20 minutes. I can't do it for 20 minutes. I can do about six and then I start to gag. Um, really neat because it gets in between the gums and the teeth and those little crevices, the nooks and crannies, and it can get in there and help fight bacterial infections. And so, uh, it's really something neat you want to do. So how does that work with coconut oil? Because I've always been kind of like against taking a spoonful of, you know, oil. little a spoonful of coconut oil, like thick. Yeah. And, uh, well, once it gets in your mouth, it, it, it melts. Okay. 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 So it does... Turn into a liquid. Yeah, you're not I've chewing. always just used sesame oil. Yeah, sesame oil works too. Uh, with the coconut oil, it's a good point though. Don't spit it in your sink because once it gets cold, it gets hard and it can clog up your pipes. So spit it outside, spit it in the trash. I mean, um, even with like the sesame oil that I use, I make sure to spit it into a into an old cup that's being thrown away or yeah, something. Right, because and, and don't swallow it by the way either because you just sucked out a lot of viruses and germs and crud in between your teeth. <laughs> don't swallow it because then you're f- swallowing all that. But it's a, it's a neat little thing that uh, it's just a good thing to add to your dental hygiene um, just to kind of keep the, keep your teeth clean. And it can help the heart as well because we don't want that infection going from the membrane from the, from the teeth into the heart. Risk factors. Of course, in the second half of the show, we'll talk about what to do about it. I got to kind of build you up to that. You know, Risk factors, high blood pressure. Go to our website, drjoe.com. Listen to the show we did on high blood pressure. Uh, it's, is it, what's our most popular show? Weight loss, probably, on the website? 
Our most pop, our most searched thing is weight loss. I would imagine that our weight okay. loss shows are pro- the exercise shows are probably the most. Popular. Okay, yeah. So weight loss is number one. I'm gonna guess that heart disease, uh, blood pressure is probably right up there as number two. And diabetes. And diabetes, yeah. Yeah, diabetes is pretty big. Okay, so diabetes, blood pressure, weight loss. We've done shows on that. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Go to the website, type in what you're looking for, hit enter. Chances are we've done articles, done shows on it, done Q&A sessions on it. Um, so feel free to research the website. A lot of people spend hours and hours on the website. We see them there for hours. And you kind of get down a rabbit hole on that on the website because it's so many great shows. And you can say, oh, what about this? What about this? And each show ties into another one. So anyway, blood pressure, a lot of things you can do to deal with blood pressure. Don't come off your medication. Our goal is to get you well enough so you don't need the medication. Patients come to me all the time. Dr. Joe, I want to come off my medication today. No, don't do that. Uh, We did a show last week, I think, on proton pump inhibitors and indigestion. Don't come off those medications right away. That's not a good idea. You need to wean yourself off them. Same thing with any medication. Check with the doctors prescribing and work with that. Uh, High cholesterol and uh, low levels of high-density lipoproteins, the good cholesterol, um, can lead to heart disease. We did shows on cholesterol. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Smoking, don't smoke. I understand it's addicting. I know it sounds silly when I say that, don't smoke. You know you're not supposed to smoke. There's not a person in the world, I believe, that's saying, smoking, good for me. I'm going to keep doing this. I don't like it, but I do it because it's good for me. Many times when you're addicted to anything, whether it's smoking or gambling or other things, uh, food, drugs, uh, what are you laughing at over there? Nothing. It's a family show. I'm trying to keep it clean here. And Sierra's got that little giggle. She's like a 14-year-old boy over there. So. She's thinking about much Tiger time. Woods. Do what? thinking about Tiger Woods. I'm Tiger. just thinking about how I just am in a room full of boys constantly. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie, you got Maggie the dog. Oh, yeah, Mag- Maggie's our, uh, our mascot here, and she's, she's a girl, right? So you well, got... she can't be in here because she's too noisy right now. She so. is a little noisy thing. Yeah, that's why we got to <laughs> kick her out. So you got Tina. Tina's a girl. <laughs> Tracy. So. Anyway, I digress. Um, when you're addicted to things, it's usually because A, the brain is not producing enough dopamine, or B, you genetically don't have enough dopamine receptors. Those are the two most common reasons people are addicted to things. So what we want to do is increase our body's production of dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter that makes you feel good. It's your pleasure neurotransmitter. And so things like smoking and drugs and food can stimulate the production of dopamine and you're getting high. So if you have these bad habits, which by the way, almost everything under the the title of heart disease is caused by bad habits, except for genetics, you want to break these habits. Maybe we should do a show on addiction too. There's another topic for you. We haven't done a show on breaking the addiction habits. We have, but it's been almost two years. Has it I really? remember we did a show on um, the opioid epidemic maybe two or three months into me being here. Oh, that's, I do remember that. We, that was, we did a like, long time ago. That's right, yeah. But we did um, more like natural pain relief. Yeah, we like, did natural pain relief. Yeah. We did how to handle physical and emotional stress. Um, We've never done one that was like specifically on addiction, right? Yeah. Addiction. yeah. Garrett had a full head of hair when he first started working here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he still has a full head of hair. So. I have a lot more hair. <laughs> yeah, more hair. I don't know where it comes from. You're like growing, you're like, like a chia He's pet. Like a chia <laughs> pet. <laughs> and I say that as a compliment. So. It's, uh, COVID is making it very hard to set regular hair appointments. Ah, so that's why. So, so we're talking today about heart disease, by the way. And um, so a lot of the things that are caused that are related to heart disease are addictions. You know, food, drugs, alcohol. And so um, you got to get that dopamine level higher. And so there are several things that can, you can do to normalize the neurotransmitters in your brain. The number one most popular one, or most common one, I guess, is fixing your digestive system. Because your stomach has essentially one job. And that job is to take proteins, whether it's from a carrot or a steak, unravel it and break it into something called amino acids. The amino acids then become everything in your body, the blood vessels and toenails and hair and neurotransmitters. Tryptophan, which is the least uh, 
common amino acid becomes serotonin in the brain. 95% of the serotonin in your body is not used in your brain. It's used in your gut. And so if you have a serotonin shortage, uh, it could be due to a tryptophan shortage because you're not digesting your food properly. The gut usually wins out, and that can lead to emotional issues in the brain. Tyrosine becomes dopamine. So you got to make sure you have the proper breakdown of proteins to absorb the amino acids to produce the neurotransmitters. And so if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's colitis, many times when we stabilize that, we find that a lot of the addictions now become less and less prominent and many times even go away. So it's just another way to look at uh, addictive personalities and what to do. Now, if you don't have genetically enough dopamine receptor sites, we also want to increase the dopamine as well to utilize the few dopamine receptor sites that you have. I'm going off topic here. We're talking about heart disease today. But anyway, with addictions, fix the nervous system, fix the digestive system, take your diet, and you're good. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.